The Lord allows challenges in our life to strengthen us. Many of us have experienced new challenges and transitions during the pandemic. One challenge many people are experiencing today is the challenge of being unemployed. How do we deal with unemployment? What emotions do we go through when we're unemployed? How do we communicate with loved ones about expectations and needs? Join us today as I interview Dale Cryenkamp. He is the author of How Long, O Lord, How Long? His book is composed of devotions for the unemployed and those who love them. If you're unemployed or have a loved one who is, stay tuned. You won't want to miss today's program. Dale is a human resource executive and consultant who has experienced a personal journey of unemployment twice when his positions were eliminated in organizational restructuring. We'll discuss today thriving through transitions. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Thanks, Dale, for being my guest today on Family Shield. Well, thanks for the opportunity to be here. It's good to see you. It's good to have somebody actually in the studio. Thank you so much. (laughs) So why did you write this book? Well, I was experiencing unemployment myself, and uh, I knew that I was in space that wasn't my normal space. I needed something, and I went out, and I couldn't find this type of a book. Um, I wanted to make certain that my faith was strengthened throughout the process because I knew it was going to be a challenge. And I was starting to deal with emotions that I didn't think I would experience. And having gone through it twice at the end of the the second time, I kind of just looked up and said, okay, Lord, it must be time to give back. And uh, that's where the book came from. That's awesome. That's great. Um, I, uh, each of your your book is composed of devotions, as I mentioned, and they address different topics. I really like the devotion entitled Communication and Expectations Are Required. Tell us what you discuss in this section and why it's so important. Well, that's uh, really about communication with those uh, that love you and are around you. Um, when we go into unemployment, Everybody has expectations of what that's going to be like, what that job search is going to be. And if you don't talk about and have expectations, you'll end up, you'll end up struggling as a couple or friends or whatever. So I'll tell you two quick stories that kind of relate to that. One was a person, Barry, that I met um, at a Panera Bread. And he was in a full suit and tie back in the day when that was pretty normal when you worked. And knowing that he was unemployment, I said, so, Barry, where are you going today? Do you have an interview? And he said, well, no, I'm here because my wife doesn't think I'm looking for a job if I'm not out of the house in a coat and tie. And and I kind of reacted and I thought, whoa, do you guys talk about that? And he said, it's just not a comfortable conversation. Had another friend who gave a copy of my book to someone that worked for him because her husband was out of work. And I got an email from her and she said, my boss, Jim gave me a copy of your book and I wanted to thank you for writing it. And I want to tell you, I was the spouse that no one would want to have because I realized I was trying to get my spouse to look for a job the way I wanted to look for a job or the way I thought he should be looking for a job. 
And it really wasn't working for him and it wasn't working for us. And it took us some real conversations where we had to kind of talk through what were the expectations, what was he looking for, how did it best work. And out of it came a very healthy conversation, which put him in a much better place and allowed him to move on and then find a job. But that conflict can happen. Uh, we got to remember it's about that person. It's not about our thoughts and ideas. As helpful as we want to be for somebody who's unemployed, it's still their search. It's their journey. It mm-hmm. can't be ours. Yeah, those are great stories. And uh, thank you so much because – and I'm thinking of people I know and definitely there can be some challenges between – husbands and wives or sons and daughters about how the search should be done. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, many of your devotions deal with the emotions that people who are unemployed experience. Uh, What are some of those emotions? And then let's just talk about one of them a little bit more. And so I often say that there's really about seven that people seem to experience the most. One would be anger. Um, sometimes it's anger at a person or anger at the circumstances, anger at the organization. There's kind of this feeling of embarrassment or shame at having lost a job. Um, fear and worry, where they accompany everybody as we wonder about the future. Self-confidence is one that hits people. Loneliness, uh, because we spend a lot of time when we're looking for a job by ourselves. Despair. Mm. That feeling of kind of hopelessness hits. And then there's really kind of this con- this conflict around time that people feel because they go from having, you know, what do we say to ourselves normally? Gee, I, ne- I don't know, have enough time. And then all of a sudden we're unemployed and we have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. So how do I balance searching for a new job but enjoying having a little time to do some of those things and be at peace with that? That's great. That's great. And I think sometimes people don't think about all those emotions that they're going to go through. It's just like when you're dealing with uh, grief and you've lost someone, whether it's from divorce or whether it's from uh, a death, uh, you're experiencing many of the same emotions because you've lost a job, right? Absolutely. Job loss is grief. Uh It, It is the same thing, just a different set of circumstances. So there is loss. And for most people, it isn't a loss that they chose. Their job was taken from them, and that adds, I think, the complications for them. So they, they're walking into this um, time period. And a lot of people are surprised by those emotions because we all think, oh, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I've got good skills. I've done this. I'll find a new job right away. Doesn't and it's always happen. That yeah, way. and it's the unexpected that really kind of creeps up on you mm-hmm. and surprises you. What about identity? Does does unemployment affect a person's identity? Yeah, often it does. And, and I'm guilty of that. I, I'll tell people I resembled that. Um, we often identify ourselves with our vocation, mm-hmm. um, no matter what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it I did as a human resources executive, um, a pastor would identify themselves as a pastor sometimes more than a husband, father, whatever. And, and so when you lose that job then, I didn't know how to say hello to people. Because normally when you get introduced, you say, hi, I'm Dale Crankamp. I'm the head of human resources for, and all of a sudden I was unemployed. Well, who am I? The head? I'm, I'm nobody. And you start to feel uncomfortable because your identity was wrapped up in something that now has been taken from you. And I think the challenge for people is it's that identity is about what we did 
not who we are, not whose we are. Right. Um, it's far more important that in my life that I'm a good husband, that I'm a father, I'm a great grandfather. Um, those are things that are far more important than what I did for a living. But I'll admit, I was probably more focused on the job itself. Mm-hmm. I think that's very common for many people. Yeah. yeah. So just a little more in in depth, can we talk about anxiety? I would guess that, I mean, you did a little bit, but I would guess because of financial worries, I, I think, that would be yeah. one of the big ones. Oh, absolutely. Um, people, the, the fear, the anxiety, the worry is people projecting out into the future they don't have answers to. You see, our minds love predictability. And when we're unemployed, we don't know when that's going to end. And because of that, we just start trying to answer the questions that are on our hearts and mind. And yet it's never happened before. So we start asking ourselves what I call the will questions. Will I find another job? Will it pay as much as the last one? Will I have to drive further? Uh, Will we lose the house because we don't have money for uh, payments? Will we have to move to another city to find work? And yet there are no answers to all those because those are the future. Mm -hmm. And so fear and anxiety are a real challenge for people. Um, I once saw a great poster and it was, worry is a conversation we have with ourselves about things we can't change. Prayer is a conversation with God about things he can change. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the important things that we're able to do is to try and give it over to God. And yet we're human, so it's not easy. Um, We're used to controlling things and trying to answer it for ourselves. But fear and worry walk with people uh, a lot. Yeah. And that's a little later I had down, how does the Lord walk through us through this journey? uh, And how can our faith grow through these challenges? Let's talk a minute about that now since you brought that up. Um, For Family Shield Ministries, we want to do these type of programs, but we want to uh, share the message of God's love through Christ with all who listen, whether they're Christians or not. And many times challenges can help us turn back to the Lord. Talk a little bit about that. I think that happens for a lot of people, especially when they realize how little that they really control. So Mm -hmm. when we're working, we kind of feel like we're in control. Um, Whoever loses their job when they were working, they kind of knew what they were supposed to do. They had some autonomy over some decisions. Some had more than others, but we felt we were in control. And all of a sudden we get into this world where we don't control anything. And it's at that point that we start saying, Lord, where are you? I I need your help. And he's always there. Mm -hmm. Um, So often people think, where is God? But God's there in the midst of it and he's there to help us. He, I, I liken it to that, you know, having kids and now reliving that through grandkids, how often you see them say, but I want to do it myself. And he's standing right there waiting for us to say, okay, Mm -hmm. I really need you. Um, Come and take over because I need it. And then he's there and and he's there to help us and give us that comfort and peace um, as we go on the journey. And, And yet this journey is one, we don't know what it's going to be next but he promises to be with us every step of the way. You probably have an opportunity to share God's love with so many people because this uh, topic is not going to 
just bring Christians to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, unemployment is significant in this country. Um, the, the numbers, I think, always surprise people. Okay, just to give you a quick perspective, every year in this country, 2.8 million people die every year, all ages. Every year, this is a 10-year average, there are 21.7 million job losses in this country annually. Wow. Okay, 21.7. So it, it is significant. That's the size of every man, woman, and child in the state of Florida. So it, it happens. It's going to continue to happen, and it's an opportunity for us to help people not only find their next job, but to know Jesus Christ as they go through the process. Awesome. Awesome. I want to make some announcements, and then we'll come back and continue talking about this topic. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on 50 stations, and we also produce a weekly podcast. Family Shield is giving away the booklet, Comebacks, How to Get Back Up After Life Knocks You Down. If you'd like to receive this complimentary booklet, call our response center, 1-877-250-8416, or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Family Shield recently completed a new booklet entitled Sharing Your Faith in Daily Life. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy. If you want a copy, again, email us at witness2family at gmail.com. And you can also download a copy of our booklet on the website, www.familyshieldministries.com. You can sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter on our website, as well as connect to us through Facebook. Your prayers and financial support are critical as we journey through the pandemic. Please consider a gift to Family Shield Ministries. You can send your gift to Family Shield, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123, or give a gift on the homepage. You can access our weekly podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and the website. Again, learn more at www.familyshieldministries.com. Now I want to go back to my guest, Dale Cryenkamp, author of How Long, O oh Lord, How Long. Uh, tell our listeners how they could get a copy of your book. If they want an electronic version, it would be on Amazon. Um, hard copy would be available through my website, which is dalecryingcamp.com. So D-A-L-E-K-R-E-I. E-N-K-A-M-P dot com. We'll make sure people know that and we'll connect that. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's great. I think uh, lots of people could use the advice and devotions. It's based on uh, a focus of devotional thoughts, but it touches on so many different topics. Thank you so much. So how does our unemployed impact I'm sorry, how does our unemployment impact the spouse and the rest of the family? You've touched on that a little bit, but talk more about that. Yeah, it, it, it has uh, the spouse and the family members are often overlooked in unemployment. We don't really think about them, and yet they're on the same journey. They're just in a different seat on the bus, so they are reacting to what's ever happening to whoever lost their job. And it becomes important that we talk openly and honestly about what it means, what's happening. Um, 
So for younger children, I have a friend of mine who uh, was between jobs and had a young child say, Mom, I think we're going to lose our house, aren't we? Well, they were nowhere near losing the house, but kids aren't certain. So if you don't talk about it, Mm. um, they won't know. And so we need to talk openly and honest. The spouse is often most affected because they're having some of those same emotions. Um, If there's anger, there's probably anger with them at what happened to their spouse. Um, They have fears and worries about how are we going to pay the bills? What's next for us? What does this mean? And so it really does impact everybody. And what I like to tell people is if you're a friend of somebody who's unemployed, check in on the spouse. Oh, good. Um, Both times that I went on my journey, people would stop my wife and say, how's Dale's job search? How's Dale doing? But they didn't stop and say, Deb, how are you doing? Oh. And so my encouragement, if you know somebody who's unemployed, yes, check in on them. That's extremely important. But also touch base with the spouse. Sometimes the spouse just needs somebody to know that uh, somebody cares or maybe even somebody to open up and talk to and say, well, it's a real struggle Mm -hmm. and be there to listen for them. That's so important. I think a lot of times pastors' wives don't get asked that question much either. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably uh, similar in many situations, but uh, that's good. I was going to ask, how can friends and extended family support someone going through a transition? You already shared one suggestion. Talk yeah, to one, the wife. One, uh, talk to the spouse. Make sure that you're connecting with them. The other is to stay connected regularly. See, the, the challenge for people is they don't know how long this journey is going to be, and they need to know that there are people that are going to check in and care about them and be ready to listen to how things are really going. Um, so often the person who's unemployed feels like, I have to have my act together. I have to look confident. And yet deep down they're struggling. They need friends that are going to check in on them periodically and say, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. How's the journey? And don't just take that first answer. Um, So if you were unemployed, Kay, I would say, how are you? How's your search going? And you say, it's fine. How are you doing? I'm fine. They need somebody to say, well, no, how are you really doing? Mm -hmm. And maybe even a third time say, how are you really doing? And that's the signal to you that says, well, this person really cares. And okay, I can really talk about what's going on. So being there to listen, being connected throughout the journey and be an encourager. Um, We don't control the results. All we control is our efforts. So the person who's unemployed can't create a job. They can't make somebody interview them or hire them. They do things that influence that through how they go about the search, but they don't control it. Praise those efforts. Keep them encouraged so that they keep going, um, so that they stay with it. So I'm thinking of um, when you when you share that, I, I think that's so true, but I'm also thinking of how many times people will come and tell you what to do that may not at all be the right thing to do. What do you do with that? Um, you smile, you nod, you say, thank you for that input. But at the end of the day, it's your job search and you need not to be constantly changing based on what somebody does. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can remember the numbers of people that I would meet with and they would say, well, when I was looking for a job, if you do a, B and C, you'll find a job right away. Mm -hmm. I can tell you I've done a, B and C and maybe that job hadn't appeared. And so for whatever reason, God chose to bless them, maybe with a shorter journey. And so 
just smile, thank them for that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's it's your journey. Good. That That's good advice. So what are some of the common struggles for those in a job search and what advice do you have for them? Well, let's talk about a couple. Um, I would say the first one is that people are really kind of quiet about being unemployed. Mm. We, we have this, um, this embarrassment about being unemployed. So I liken it to when I was in high school, I got cut from the baseball team. I didn't go tell the world that I was cut from the baseball team. That wasn't anything that I felt really good about. Mm-hmm. Well, in the same way, when I don't have a job, I don't necessarily want to tell the world, but people can't help if they don't know. Yeah. So we have to be better at letting the network of people that we know, know that we're unemployed and what we're looking for. So we got to, we have to get that word because that, that's more people out there to try and help us. Mm-hmm. So that would be number one. Um, the second thing where I find people get stuck is we tend to want to go from what we did. So I had a job at a company and I did this. I want to do the same thing for another company. Well, maybe the world is changing like we're dealing with today in the pandemic. Maybe those type jobs don't exist. So it's important for people to take some time to think through what's really next for them. What do they enjoy doing? What are their gifts? What are their skills? And take a look at different industries. Take a look at different types of companies. Be more open, but do some planning on that. Don't just try and go from A to B. Um, when we sell a house, we take time to prepare it. Mm-hmm. But for our own career, we don't take time to stop and say, what's next? Um, I think a third area where people get um, a little bit tripped up sometimes is what I call the perfect resume. There is no such thing as a perfect resume. The resume's job is to have somebody read enough there that says, I want to talk to this person in person. And they constantly are changing it because somebody said, oh, you should add this or what about that? Mm -hmm. Um, There's no perfect resume. So do your best to make it talk about you, your gifts, your skills, what you're good at. Make that happen. Um, I got two more areas that I find people get stuck a lot. The next is social media. Um, it's a different world today. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas somebody who applied for a job the last 15 years ago, they did it on a piece of paper. Now everything's digital. You're going to have to accept that that's part of the new world and make sure that your social media is up to date and in sync to put the best foot forward for you. And the last is getting out to meet people. We call it networking, which is really just growing the number of people that you know but it's uncomfortable for people to sometimes get out of their comfort zone and go meet with new people. But it's really important because sometimes it's those new people that know who to introduce you to or where a different job is. And it's so important too, probably to, to, to meet people just so you're not alone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I like to say that people are kind of like sunshine. You know, when we don't have a lot of sunshine, especially in the winter, we get a little more cranky and depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the same for people that are spending a lot of time by themselves, which is one of the challenges people have. They used to have a community of people they worked with and they spent probably more hours with those people than they did their family. And all of a sudden they're gone, mm-hmm. you know? And so it really helps people just getting out and being with people. Good, good. So we've already talked a little bit about how the Lord walks with us. What else do you think our listeners would want to know thinking Some of them are unemployed, obviously, from the stats that you shared. Yeah. Um, Let me share a couple things. 
the, the first is if you are unemployed today and you're, you're dealing with some of those emotions that you didn't expect, there's nothing wrong with you. I think that's really important to realize there's nothing wrong with you. That's a normal part of the process of going through this job loss and this grief that you're going through. Um, because so often we think, gosh, there must be something wrong, wrong with me. I can't talk about this because, you know, people are going to wonder about me. Nope. It's, it's very normal. Yeah, if you're somebody who cares about somebody who's unemployed, understand that they are going to be kind of on an emotional roller coaster. They're going to have great days where everything feels good. They're getting an interview lined up. They've got some job opportunities, so they're moving forward. But they're going to have days when they're really down because nothing's happening. Again, we don't control how quickly things move along. And so if you're the person who cares and is the helper and supporter, just be conscious that they're on a roller coaster. And if you want to ride with them, they need people to ride with them on that roller coaster. That's great. Yeah. So um, what else might our listeners like to know? We want to also mention again where they can get the book. Yeah. Um, the Here's an interesting thing about the book, Kay, that I talk about to people is I sell more books to people who care about somebody who's unemployed than people who are actually unemployed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because people who are unemployed think I'm okay. And everybody around is watching them. So if you're somebody who knows somebody who's unemployed, the book is a great gift for them to help them through that journey. Mm-hmm. And I also encourage the gift to the spouse too, because the spouse is going through you're it. You're going to learn a reason. lot from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll you'll learn about what your spouse is going through and why that's important. And you can get the book on my website, which is dalecryingcamp.com, and we'll have that spelled out in your show notes or whatever to make sure that happens. And if they want an electronic, a Kindle version, it is available on Amazon. That's fantastic. Again, my guest has been Dale Cryenkamp and his book, How Long, O oh Lord, How Long? It's composed of devotions for the unemployed and those who love them. Again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. Uh, learn more about Family Shield on our website, www familyshieldministries.com. And today we're giving away two booklets, uh, Comebacks, How to Get Back Up After Life Knocks You Down. We thought that might be a good one for this topic. And then our new book, uh, how, Sharing Your Faith in Daily Life. Either one of those can be uh, received by calling the Response Center, one 8416 or by going to our email address, witness2family at gmail.com. We are so thankful you've been listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield Ministries. Uh, God's blessings on your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.